What's up, mommies and poppies? It is Lala Kent. With Randall, we are back for another exciting episode! <laughs> oh, gross. What is that? What, I was just making sound effects because we're not, we don't have a budget yet for sound effects. But I'm telling you, and Tim, producer Tim is sitting here. I am telling you, Tim, I need one of those boxes. Yeah. Oh, like, that's sick. Let's get one of I can just hit. Okay, we're going to get that. I need that in the next episode yeah. because I want to fuck it. I'm going to go off with those visual effects. But anyway, back to business. Back to business. So we have we have Kate Bosworth and Michael Polish today. Mike, Kate Bosworth, obviously one of the greatest American actresses and her husband, Michael Polish, who is a incredibly talented director. We have done three or four movies uh, together as uh, Michael and I and Kate as well. And they have a new movie that I produced uh, that Kate's starring in with Emil Hirsch and Mel Gibson uh, to be released June 30th called Force uh, Force of Nature. And we're excited. I didn't even know the name of my own fucking movie. Wow. That means- Quarantine screwed me up a lot. I mean, I, I'm not what? as quick as I normally am. You I know? totally get it, Rand, because I'm in a full fog. <laughs> I really am. Like between the pickleball and... And just waking up every day, it's like, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. It full is, day, full day. Between the pickleball full, and just waking up. Full day. It is a lot. And I went into a K-hole on our podcast See? reviews, and I saw one, and I feel like this is perfect to, to explain real quick, since we have a couple on the podcast today, one who's an actress, one who's a director. And one of the comments was, by the way, people show a lot of love to this podcast, so let's give a shout out to everyone who's sharing beautiful amazing kind messages this one message was not about it was not hateful in any way it just said i feel like randall shows lala so much love on the podcast but it is not reciprocated on lala's end so let me take a moment i want to say something too i'm gonna let you take a moment you know what take your moment then i'm gonna say thank you thank you babe go ahead Randall, you are my like best friend and I love that we can like bust balls together. But let me say this. You, my love, are like my ride or die. I'm going to reciprocate the love more so that the listeners know what because when I'm with you doing this, it's like the banter. It's like fun. Like no one wants to sit here and listen to me be like, I'm so madly in love with well, you I right also, now, Randall. I, I like who I, I wants even to know hear that, that? I didn't even know they made those comments. I saw one like one back comment. In the day. It was one. Okay. The bottom line is what your fans are trying to tell you is kiss my ass. That's what you're supposed to do. Kiss and worship my ass. So going forward, I, I would yeah. like you to come in, give me a back massage. Following the back massage, give me lots of kisses. Okay. And then we will start our podcast. Could you now I know I'm dreaming right now, but I just Yeah, I was I I wanted to say <laughs> you got the wrong bit. But no, okay. but I'm just gonna smile and nod and say okay. No, baby. but baby, let me say something. I first of all, I I think that the podcast, first of all, for somebody to judge our relationship, meaning solely through a podcast, they're not gonna see our personal moments because that's when we're at home, when we're together, when we're driving here, when we're when we're you know doing what we do. I think the podcast, we're trying to really entertain people and give them a, a slice of who we are. However, I also, when Randall shows- But I don't mind you kissing my ass. I, I'll kiss your ass. <laughs> when Randall shows me love, it does not come off as corny or cheesy. Like, you're really good at- Wait, Tim. Producer Tim is over there going, oh, Tim, I don't know about that. Tim, you're going to question my 
By saying it's not legitimate, it's just sometimes. Oh, Tim, Tim says it's not it's legitimate. No, no, he says it's not. Le- he says it's not that it's not legitimate. He says it might be borderline corny, is what he's trying to no, say. No, that's what I said. I said you have a way of making your love shown for me not cheesy right, on the Tim's podcast. Questioning and that shit Tim's now. face was like, well, I don't know about that. Tim, let me tell you something. I am more romantic than you will ever fucking be. That is. Hey, this is not. We're not like shooting fucking flaming arrows at people. It's not right flaming. He's been my guy for ten years, by my producer, Tim. True story. I, and and next week we'll have the mic working so you can rebuttal. But I'm glad you can't right now. But <laughs> but but ten years. But in the ten years I've known you, true story. I have been very instrumental and helpful in coming up with ideas for gifts, for vacations. Etc. for your wife, correct? Absolutely. Okay, thank you. Oh, that's that's sweet. a fact. I have sat with Tim and said, "You should go to this hotel, or your your wife will really like this, or this is a nice gift, or he'll throw ideas." I am very, very, very supportive. It's not my strong suit at all. So. It, his strong suit. You don't even have a suit when it comes to giving gifts. Well, Tim, I'm shitty at it too. Don't worry. Oh, Lala. Okay, you, we're gonna go down this road, Lala. You're not shitty at it. You suck. Ah, yeah. I'm really bad. But, I'm really bad at showering people with gifts. But I will tell you what, but you are a lover. And for me, showering me with the affection and love and the cuddling and all that stuff, right. that's the most important thing. Okay. And if you have that from your partner, everything else secondary, like there's not a lot of things you can go buy me that are going to change my life I've in any way. I bought you things and I still hold on to the fact that I bought you things. And I hold on to the fact that I oh, bought you things because they either go missing go. because he just never opens it. Here we go. Or this is a bad like, topic. I look at it and I'm like, this is still in the box with the price tag. So like, okay, well, I want to tell you something you bought me that that I'm going to defend why it doesn't come out of the box. You bought me a pair of Gucci, not slides, Gucci shoes, right? That have like flowers on them. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. That ones that are painted had some friggin' fufu. Oh, though I gave those to my brother. I didn't tell you you could do that. I oh, did. No, I, oh, I- you told me I could. I know the exact ones you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. Are you were, sure? I'm 100% oh, positive you I asked you. steal shit from my closet. I'm putting a camera in the closet. I'm like, Go oh. for it. I would love that. Okay, I want to just I did you. ask you. They were green and had you're floral me prints. That, you're giving me that look right now, that darting look. Okay. I'm going to murk you if you... Yeah, but yeah. I want to tell you something. The I will murk you. I, I, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to post on my gram. I'm going to have your brother send me a screenshot of those shoes. They were just... They were girly. You you told me that the second that I got them for you. Okay, so you I can't... I loved them. So you, okay, you would love them, but you can't hold on to shoes that you could wear that I didn't want to wear. They're not my... I wear Adidas. You wanted to lose I wear weight, Adidas. so I bought you a Fitbit. I, oh. the, I bought you a Peloton. Are you keeping inventory? Because that's what it fucking 100%. feels like. 100%. I am a stingy motherfucker, and you're if I'm spending a, money, I would rather you just not make me give you anything. You're cheap as fuck. So cheap. The cheapest of the cheap. But I love you regardless. <laughs> but I want to tell you something. The shoes, I'm being serious. The shoes, most people would not wear those shoes. But I have bought you shoes that you do love. Anyway. You bought me dope moving. sneakers. I love sneakers. You know that. Yes. And by the way, the you did give me a phenomenal gift once, which I was shocked and moved. Because you spent a lot of money, more money than you should have spent. And you had bought me a piece of luggage that was super fancy. And I, I use it to this day. Um, the only thing that sucked about this piece of luggage, you, you know, when you get one of these pieces of fancy luggage, which I've never had. I, I roll around literally with a backpack. You know, Tim, yeah. a backpack and, and like some duffel from, you know, Target. So I, cause I don't really care what my luggage looks like. But anyway, you bought me a really fancy piece of luggage. I loved it. Yeah. 
And I was going to the airport one day. This is a true story, Tim. I was going to the airport, and and, and I didn't close the back of the uh, SUV. Yeah. And it was there, and I drove out of the driveway at 50 miles an hour, and the thing went flying out of the back of the SUV. Did I tell you this? I probably didn't tell you this. No, you didn't. Yeah, you're giving me that look again. Lala's pissed. So it flew out of the back. This is like the first week. It flew out of the back. I heard it. I go, oh, my God. My luggage is down Mulholland and drive. I have to have Yui back. I grab it, and it's like shredded. Yeah, but I still use it every day. I tried to buff it out so you'd never see it. Okay, Lala's got her mouth. Her jaw has just dropped. She has not moved out of this position. Can I tell you something about me? I keep my things in impeccable condition. You do. I have, I had these forever 21 heels that literally my mom took a picture of. They're still in my closet, my closet from when I was in high school back home in Utah. They were like in mint condition and I would wear them all the time because like I'm a bitch in Utah. I had like two grand in my bank account one time in Utah and I was like, I'm fucking so rich. (laughs) I'm going to Nordstrom and buying Steve Madden's. That was like my splurge. But I'm just really great at keeping things nice. So when you ask to use my Gucci duffel bag and I say, fuck no, and you get upset, I'm going to remind you of the time you went 50 miles an hour down Mulholland this, and had luggage fly out of the back com- of the car. That, that comment on our podcast, is this you showing more affection in our <laughs> podcast? I'm just curious. No, I mean, it's funny, but I'm just asking. I love you, Randall. You're everything I've ever wanted. Is that, that better? That was so bad and fake. I thought it sounded kind of hot. Yeah, if you weren't sitting in front of me I faking I can't wait it. to bump peepees with you later. See, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's the shit. I mean, what the fuck is this? Babe, stop! Oh my god! I love you. I love you too. Let's 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 uh, switch gears. No, I don't want to. Yeah, we're gonna go to a break. Uh, when we come back, we have the beautiful Kate Bosworth and her talented hubby Michael Polish. We'll be back in a minute. I love you. I'm sorry. <laughs> We are back and we have two of my most favorite people in the world. We have Kate Bosworth and her amazing hubby, Michael Polish. What's up, my loves? Hi, guys. How's it going? Everything's good. I'm so excited to have you guys. Thank you so much for doing this. Oh, my God. We're so psyched. We're, you know, anytime to spend time with you guys. We should just be recording every time we hang out together and then we can just slice it together. By the way. That's actually a really great idea. People would die. The conversations that we've had as a group have just been fucking epic. So, the fact that we could bring it live here, it makes it even more fun. That's the best. All right. So, let me just just give a briefing. First of all, Kate and I have known each other. I, 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 I can't. Kate, when was Wonderland, the first movie that we did together? Um... Shit. No, I like, like let's. I don't know. Fifteen years uh, yeah, ago, no, ten like, years ago. Yeah, it, no, no longer. It was like two thousand and two thousand two or three. Oh, oh wow. my god, dude, that's amazing. So we know. Known, so law, we've known each other seventeen years. We that's, did. That's what we call a throwback friendship. <laughs> uh-huh. so, so we've known each other seventeen years. Kate was the star of a movie that I was fortunate enough to produce with Val Kilmer called Wonderland based on the murders of Wonderland. We shot in, Kate, do you remember this? New Mexico, right? Was it New Mexico? No, LA, no, we, shit. Yeah, I'm thinking no, of something shot, else. No, but, I'm thinking of something else. My, mind fuck, mind fuck. We shot in LA, but you're thinking of the other one that you did with Val. Correct. That's because I'm old, Kate. I'm old. I'm 49. Well, so, I know, I am too. I was like trying to count the years back and I couldn't stop. <laughs> so, so we did this movie in LA. It was really fucking cool. It was indie. It was just badass. 
and obviously you're amazing. We we sparked our friendship. We've been friends for that long, 17 years. Then I meet Michael, who is just the greatest director. Michael, and how many movies take us through you guys, the films that we've done together as a family, um, and then we'll get into everything else. The movies that are... um in the bedroom movies? Or like- <laughs> now, are we talking about pornos? Michael and, a I, turn. Michael and I have had some really deep, deep moments. Yeah. Oh, I can't get yeah. well, you know, We're not going to, you know, if there's a section for Johnny Walker Blue, we'll, we'll table that. <laughs> by, the way, sec- by the way, Johnny Walker Blue, you've heard it from now. Kate Bosworth, Michael Polish, and myself, Lala doesn't drink. Send the bottles. We like the custom Johnny Blue bottles. Send them. Yeah. You guys are bougie. Yes, <laughs> we need the Johnny Walker Blue bottles. Oh, no, the fact that Kate, the fact Kate, you just put that out there. They are definitely sending us shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I have all my digits crossed. <laughs> exactly. You know, let's say the first movie, there's a few movies that we were always entertained together. And, and then there was just, you know, yeah. And then the first movie that was probably both out of our wheelhouse was, 90 minutes in he- heaven because coming from your background and coming from my background, it's, it's, you know, that was just, that was just, you know, that was, let's just take us to church. I, it, was, it was crazy. That was crazy. It was crazy, but you know, it was, it was nice to be in a great area together because it was something we both didn't realize what faith-based movies were like and what we were trying to do. And it was, you know, forming a relationship. So it was, you know, it was, we're we're sort of being married by our parents who didn't know each other. I, I, I oh my god, that's so well said. And I and I and I do agree. And it was the first time the three of us got to work together in one film, which I think was really special. It was like a family thing. It was so fun, to, you know, to do something that we were all uncomfortable doing because okay, it was. Okay, so then this movie took place in like what 2015? Is that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, we shot. Yeah. So yep. then you you guys met on the film Big Sur, right? right? That's like where you started. So was that before 90 Minutes in Heaven? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 20, like you guys were like hitting it off big. That was like the first film. Dude, yeah. can you please tell me about that? Yeah, tell us about how you hooked up. I, I, sh- I should have started there. But I, get so, <laughs> I, so, I get so fucking excited when Kate and Michael are on together. Okay. Randall, yeah. You, exactly, I, I'm excited too. Let's just throw it all together. I, um... Michael and I met on a film called Big Sur in 2011. Um, and it's, you know, Big Sur, the Jack Kerouac adaptation. So it was an intense movie for Michael to make because it was like very cerebral and the adaptation of a great, you know, literary hero. And 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 for me, the, the dialogue was quite tricky because it was like, just like Kerouac, Michael adapted it with like no punctuation. It was all run on sentences. So he had the actors sort of decide where they would take their beats, how they wanted to set the pace for each character. So it was... Oh, it was wow. a little bit like Shakespearean like that. So I was quite, I was pretty nervous. I was 28 years old. And like, literally, this is the absolute truth. Like the first day we were filming was a quite an intense scene. And I was probably very horrible. The first day. Yeah, right. You've awesome. never been. Sure. Yeah, my ass. Like, my ass. I'm serious. I was really nervous. So Michael lovingly calls it my fireworks, which means I was like, and then he came in and adjusted me and law, you've worked with them. So you, you know, that like quiet actor whisperer adjustment, you know, of course that he does. And uh, so he gave me that adjustment and I, you know, I think I gave him what he wanted and, it and was more. Oh, and more, Kate. And oh, yeah. more. But it was literally, but seriously, you guys, like it was after that take, Michael looked at his first AD and said, she doesn't know it yet, but I'm going to marry that girl. Wait, wait. I have chills wait, all over my body. Time out. Time out. Hold on. 
Is that really Michael? Yeah. Confirm or deny this. I saw her on set. And I have only known her for probably a minute at that point. <laughs> wow. She sat down at the table and she, I'm sitting behind the camera as I, I'm not a real monitor person. So I'm behind the camera and, and I go in there and she does this take and I go in there and I put my hand on her shoulder. I said, don't say anything until you feel like saying it. This is video. This isn't film. We don't, we're not burning through anything. So if it takes you 10 minutes, five minutes, eat dinner, eat dinner. And then when, you, when it comes out of your mouth, it comes out of your mouth. And it, she sat there and I said, let's go. And we action. And she gave a take. And I said to my idea, I said, I'm going to marry that girl. Wow. Oh my goodness. What an amazing moment. That, dude, I love that, that story. Now it's different than ours where you like to say we went to Bangtown. Do you see the romance of how they sell that story? <laughs> Can you please try to sell the story like that in the future? I, most definitely. Now that I just, I'm, I'm kid you not. I just got chills on By my way, body. I will do that. I will do that for sure. Because we did have a romantic moment before you like to blab out the Bangtown part. <laughs> I know. I've heard your story. It's so romantic. <laughs> I love it. Our Kate is my girl. Our, okay. I have to say this. So Kate and I met when we were flying to Puerto Rico. On what? On Axis Sally. On what though we were flying on? On, what a, we're... on a PJ. <laughs> I just had a He's so bougie. I had a legion of water. And we were, and I was so nervous because I knew I was playing opposite Al Pacino. Michael, you were directing. By the way, there's nobody that has made me feel more confident on a set than Michael fucking Polish. Oh, yeah. I'm being I dead love serious. That. I love that. And I remember That middle on... name should be my first name. <laughs> right. <laughs> totally. I love it. And we were on the plane ride there. And Kate, you and I just completely hit it off. Like, you are my ride or die bitch. I love you so much. I and, love you. And you said to me, <laughs> Michael has a way with actors. You're going to be just fine. So you telling and- that story... Minus the part of you know him saying he's going to marry you, I, I didn't have that experience. But well, he, just the way, yeah, right. Thanks. But just the way he deals with babies. actors, he babies them in their craft. Well, let me say this as a, a producer who's now produced three movies as Michael's producer. There is a magic that Michael has, and Kate said this. You did say this to me, Kate. How he like when Lalo's freaking out. Oh my god, it's going to be Pacino. I'm nervous. You said Michael will handle you, and every set I've been on with Michael, he. There's never a problem. There's never been an actor, and I've been on a lot of movies where actors come to me and say, this fucking director is clueless, or this director doesn't get it, or he doesn't understand. And every actor has the same kind of response. Like, right. they feel safe, and they feel protected. And 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 besides, Michael has an uh, epic vision, but Michael, you do have that thing. It's he, he, By the way, I'll take it one step further. Even with producers, you handle me with grace and style because you know me. I flip the fuck out when shit's you know going south, and and I'm ready to assassinate. And, and Michael gets on the phone. And, <laughs> no man, and, no, and wait, Michael, you get on the phone and you do this always to me with that voice. You go, "It's gonna be fine. Everything's yeah. gonna be fine." And then <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, good. I hang up and I'm fine." <laughs> I know. I go. I go. The thing that I have the, my my greatest relationship with Randall is that that is not advertised is that he's in the mir- he's in the miracle business and and people who make movies and try and make movies and have a really hard time don't realize the difficulty it is to make a movie. So when I'm granted one and me and Randall decide to do one together, it's a miracle. So you have to treat our relationship as yes, there's going to be ups and downs. It's going to feel like a Disneyland ride every once in a while is going to be weird. You know? Right. Yeah, I appreciate that. I, I agree with you. It, it, it's like you and I pushing a boulder that's 400 yeah. times the size of us up this hill. And every time we get it up to a section, it drops down right. five feet and we have to like get back and do it again. And 
I, I do. I do. Michael, you handle your crew and your cast with such grace. And Kate, I do agree. He's got this thing, even as a producer, that you just know how to handle when the pressure just starts and you don't fall apart. You don't play into it. You're just like, what do we got to do to move forward? And, right. and we do it. And that's and that's why we've done three. And we're going to do another one because I told you yeah. I got another script for you. Yeah, <laughs> I it's like I, I say to actors, you know, because everyone's always a little nervous the first day, regardless of how many movies you've done or who you're playing opposite. But I always say, Michael will not let you fail. Like, period. That's it's that's so true. Coming from somebody like you, Kate, I, I want people to listen on this podcast. There are actors like Emil Hirsch, like Kate Bosworth, that are very high level respected actors in our industry. So when somebody says something like that, it's it comes from a place of like, I've been through the ringer on 50 movies. So for me to say yeah. that it is, you know what I mean? It, and I've been through the ringer as a, as a producer with directors. So it's, it is yeah. a miracle when you get that relationship that really works. So I have yeah. a question for you. How many movies have you guys done together? Oh my God. That's a good question. Uh, that's a good question. Five, I think. Five. Yeah. And what is that? What is that like? So you guys are married. Like, what is that relationship like when you are on set? That's a great question because you know, it's not like we're two teachers at MIT or something. You know, we, um, you know, we come home in the same bed, but what's nice is that there's no competition and I don't do what she does and she doesn't do what I do. So we lean on each other and I'm amazed when I'm watching her work because it's the same with any actor, same with Lala. When I watch Lala, I don't do what you guys are doing. The gift that you have been given is to present work and interpret stories and interpret uh, dialogue that has been written and it's magic for me to watch so i watch it as a fan and so i'm wow. watching it and respecting it and so when i look at kate i'm watching it basically as a, as a fan and you know you know it's directing and randall you you're now approaching this a lot you're more of a coach than you are a dictator you don't have to point your fingers and you just you have to coach and tell everybody in the system i work in is you're, you have 200 people 150 people from different backgrounds to do exactly what they don't want to do your job is to get them to do it and how are you going to get people to do what you want them to do when they don't really want to do it? You know, not everybody wants to be there. I, I agree with you. And honestly, you know, I've, you know, I've produced a hundred plus films, but directing, I've only got five days under my belt. So I don't have the experience you have, but I do. Yeah. We've had this conversation because you helped me and were a mentor to me uh, when I was going through the pre-production process. It, it is a coaching. It is a, it, it, I, I found myself looking at the monitor in scenes, not even calling action because I was so in the moment of watching the performances. Yeah, they'd be like, background, ready, and and then everybody's looking at me, and then Megan Fox was like, Randall, action? Are you going to call it? I was like, you do your job. I'll do mine. <laughs> have you have you guys ever gotten into it on set? Oh, that's a good one. I'd love to hear this. Once. One time. Break it down. Actually, tell me. Break I'll, it down. <laughs> I, but actually, you know, I'll, I'll, uh, you know, I'll, I'll bounce off of what Michael said, which is like truly like the, re the, what, the reason why it works so well is that we have so much admiration and respect for one another. Like, and I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that we started our relationship started as professionals, you know, regardless of, you know, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to marry her within five minutes. It was like, we both truly on that movie, like appreciated each other's work and the way that we work so much that that has never changed regardless of sleeping in the same bed or not. Yeah. Um, but we, the only time we got into it yeah, that okay, I recall it was give actually, it, <laughs> it was, it was, what is it? It was recently. It was, it was on force of nature. It was on our, okay, wait, before we even go there, hold on. This is a movie, by the way, I want everybody listening, guys, 
This is a movie that we have coming out June 30th. I produced it with uh, Emil Hirsch, Mel Gibson, uh, Kate, and and Michael directing. This movie is fucking awesome. Everybody, yeah, it's so good. Everybody must go see this movie. I am so proud to have done well, this with had, you guys. We had Emil Hirsch a couple weeks ago, and he's so he proud. was he's so proud of this film, you guys. Yeah. Oh, you know what? We had so here's the thing. We had so much fun doing this thing. I mean, like you guys, we were together, you know, in Puerto Rico. It was a it was crazy, you know, and it was <laughs> it was but it was so fun. And like I love the movie so much because it does just feel like one big action-packed fun ride with like great character, awesome humor, just like nonstop action. You know, and like it, it doesn't stop. Like you're on a ride with this. Movie. And by the way, by the way, you guys, the crazy thing that people don't know until they see the movie is it takes place in a storm and you guys are soaked like with rain yeah. machines all day, 15 hours a day. Yeah, it, I, it was brutal. Yeah, that's a perfect intro to the fight. OK, all right. Tell us, <laughs> tell us, tell us, tell yes. us. <laughs> it was no it was literally like i think it was like the second to last day it was it was the second to last day of my um of my of my schedule and i i i was getting it was the weirdest thing i was it, you don't think about hypothermia in somewhere like puerto rico with the temperatures but because we were wet all the time and you, you know law we're similar with like tiny tiny girls you know right like i just don't have a lot of body fat so like it, even though it's warm weather if my body temperature lowers slightly throughout the day i was getting this like crazy low-grade hypothermia and i think it was just like my physical you know capabilities were just depleted and i just like looked at michael and i i i think it was just that right it was physical i, I took him out in the wall. parking lot i took him out in the parking lot i hit the wall i was like i can't do this anymore <laughs> oh like, my goodness i had no idea it's not, no it's not a fight <laughs> it's not a fight it was just it was like a bicker it was like a I'm, moment. I'm freezing. i can't even say my dialogue no, yeah it was a moment of kate hitting her breaking point and yes. michael had to toughen her up a bit you yeah, know like you got this yeah he looked at me and he was like okay and ex- you know randall you know this he's like okay what do you need you know <laughs> right but that's that's the gift he has kate it's like yeah. he just knows what to say when you want to fucking go to war like you're oh looking at him and you're ready to scrap and he goes yeah. All right. What are we going to do? Well, you know, I mean, like, it, it takes it takes so much for me to get to that level. But it's like and I for me to like admit that I was physically breaking like that's actually what pissed me off more. You oh, know what I mean? Yes. Right. So like, you know, like it was that that I was like, I have to say how like, you know, weak I'm feeling. And that was the thing that I like made me like so mad. And he just looked at me and he was like, OK, <laughs> let's, let's figure it out. <laughs> oh, that's Michael. That That is like if anybody's listening, that is the greatest summary of who. Michael is he just he has this thing not it takes a lot for people to have it not everybody yeah. has it but he has it like he can just look at you you want to scrap and then all of a sudden you're putting your sword down because he just says the right thing you're like okay yeah. I'm gonna be more rational of course yeah. it's true yep yeah okay I want to dig into literally everything about you guys let's take a quick break and we will be right back with Kate Bosworth and Michael Polish We are back with Kate Bosworth, and and this is Michael's idea for me to reintroduce him as Michael motherfucking Polish. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now it has to be give the motherfucking lava. Yeah. Oh, we should change my, the my name. My sponsors would Randall. love that. My sponsors would be like, perfect. We love the new name. <laughs> so let's really quickly back to Force of Nature. That is set to be released this year. Um, June 30th. In Ju- June 30th. But you guys also have things that are going on, which not that all of your films are not important, but 
I remember, Kate, you sent me this trailer for a film that you and Michael did called Nona, which, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, is sh- uh, short for No Name, and it's yep. about human trafficking. Correct. And what, tell me, tell me about how you guys made this film, you having a passion for getting human trafficking out there. Uh, yeah. So, and thank you so much for supporting, supporting us, by the way, because it was, it it really is like, this is the, the most independent a film can possibly be made. Mm -hmm. Um, so Michael had been, uh, at work one day in Los Angeles and he drove home and he walked into the door and he said to me, you know, I just heard this story on, on the radio that was talking about a sex house that had just been busted with a bunch of young girls, you know, as the sex uh, trafficking victims. And he said, you know, I don't know where, where, where was this house that got the sex trafficking house that got busted? On Western? Just oh, it Western. was in Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. And well, that, and that, your reaction was exactly his reaction, which was, you know, I, they, we had no idea that this was happening so frequently, you know, right, you know, in our neighborhood, right. you know? And, um, and so he, you know, he said, I'd like to dig into this a little more. And I think there might be, you know, a story to be told here. And he did. He really, you know, he went into the research quite deeply and came came back to me and said, I'd like to write a screenplay uh, that's a narrative story um, about one girl starting in uh, Honduras. Okay. And essentially, you know, his, his idea was that, look, there's a lot of great documentaries on human trafficking and, and sex trafficking, but it's, it's a tough subject, right? Because, you is. know, you're, you kind of, you bring it up and people are like, oh, I kind of know what it is, but like, I, it's, it's so heavy. It is. And people feel uncomfortable and people are very unaware that this is happening in, yeah. in our neighborhoods. They think it's something that's happening, you know, in other countries. Right. No, exactly. And, and, you know, it happens behind closed doors for a reason. It's sort of like when you kind of, you know, crack that door open, people are like, oof, that's such a monstrous thing that it's difficult mm-hmm. to, to look at. But, you know, I, I do think that part of our responsibility as storytellers is to, you know, it, it is to shine a light on things that are difficult to discuss sometimes. So he, uh, though he was aware that it was going to be a, a kind of a, a tough subject matter to, you know, to approach. So he, he came up with the idea of starting with one girl and allowing the audience to get to know her in her, you know, hometown of San Pedro Sula, which is, you know, known as the murder capital of the world in Honduras. And you, you just meet her in her circumstances and can understand and start understanding the how and the why something like this can happen. And that when a young cute guy who meets her in her town says, you, you know, you don't, you, you have your dreams ahead of you. You shouldn't be living here. I have an aunt in America. I can get you to her and you'll have a life. You can live your dreams. You know, you can see how something like this happens um, with, with coyotes preying on the most vulnerable, right. You know, of, of humanity. So it was really about, I always say that Michael approached it with a sort of Trojan horse approach and that you fall in love with her and you actually fall in love with the coyote because you don't know he's a coyote until about 70% of the movie. Wow. When, when you, when you start kind of, you start realizing that something's a bit weird and, and he then ultimately sells her. So for, for about 70% of the movie, it's like this beautiful coming of age road trip movie. And, and you're kind of like, you're just on this ride. And it, and of course the way Mike, Michael, you know, he shot it himself. He, you know, he picked up a camera and, and, you know, literally photographed the whole movie, um, while directing. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, and, and basically, you know, your heart breaks with hers as you realize that she's being sold into human trafficking. So 
it was a deliberate approach to the subject matter so that people could most of the time they see the result. You hear the, the sex house has been busted or you... Right, you don't you know, see you the see, journey of how it you all You don't see began. the journey. And, and I think that like once you understand the why and the how of something, you can start understanding the human being and that you ultimately create more empathy for the, the situation rather than just turning your back on something that's difficult to discuss, you know? Right, and you and Michael funded this film on your own. Yeah. Oh, I didn't we know did. that. Yeah. I we didn't did. know that. Yeah. Incredible. Wow. And... Where can people watch Nona? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's on. It's it's been a, to be honest, it's been a little bit, but it's it's on it's on Apple TV. Oh, it's on Apple. Oh, it's on on Apple. Yeah, it's on iTunes and. I think it was on Stars for a while. Sorry, Lala, I should have had that. <laughs> no, that's okay. This can I tell you? This podcast is so like informal. Like it's not like yeah. I'm sitting up here yeah, like I'm working on CNN interviewing. The I would Lama. say the best place to try right. and find it is on iTunes right now. It's it's okay. Such a- I have a question. Was 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 that one of the most fun movies you've ever had? Because you guys funded it yourself. It was your baby. You know, no something no you're passionate about. Or or and, and the message was it was it like one of those moments? Or you know, what was the experience like? You know, being everything on the film. Well, you know, honestly, I had to stay in Los Angeles because I was I was a producer. I was produce, producing the film um, and I was allocating the funds and greenlighting the funds while Michael was obviously directing and shooting the picture. So he was really focused on the creative of it. And, oh, wow. And and because he was shooting in Honduras all through Guatemala and then across Mexico. So like truly the most dangerous places in the world. And he had a crew of like, he had a crew of like four people. It was the actors and him. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm very impressed. And I... Can't go on without acknowledging the fact that in 2018, people included you on the list of 25 women changing the world for your activism oh, in the amazing. area of human trafficking. That's amazing. That's that is amazing. <laughs> Shit. I, um, I want to get on people. You know, it was a... Oh, man. <laughs> Start doing I mean, something. Listen, Randall, Michael can write you a letter. <laughs> that, Michael? Michael, I need a, a reference uh, letter for people, too. Thanks, buddy. Got it. <laughs> um, but it was kind of a put your money where your mouth is moment. And Randall, you know that feeling. You oh. know, but like, but when you're really throwing down for something you care about and you know matters in the world, it's it's a that that's the feeling that's incredible. Is like understanding that you know with with this piece of art that there's the opportunity to affect lives. But how and how empowering is that that you stood up, didn't ask anybody else, just did it yourself. I mean, there's uh, there's something the very done. freeing about that. I, I love very. Yeah, yeah. It's, no, it's, you're right because you're like, well, if I want this, then then that's, you know, you right. don't have to ask anybody. <laughs> right, you don't have to go, teacher. Can I get that uh, extra light yeah. that I want on Friday night? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. No, totally. And, and actually, because because I had that experience as sort of like quote unquote the bank, I I honestly felt as as I started to produce more, like I had a better relationship with studios and, and, and producers because you understood. I started, yeah. I mean, I, I was like, listen, I've done it. I, I know how it feels. I, I know how it feels to have someone ask you for this and you not wanting to do it, but sometimes having to, you would, know, would you do it again? Uh, I would. Okay. That's really neat. Yeah. I, I, I love, I love when actors or just people in front of the camera switch and produce, because like you said, there is an understanding, but also you come from being on a movie set since you were, who knows, five years old and like, you know, your way around. It's not a foreign thing for you to produce. It's just now you have all the control and integrity yeah. and all that stuff. So especially on something that you believe, you know, so, so fondly. And so I, I think that's awesome. Thanks guys. Yeah. So, and thanks so much again for supporting it. Well, I really appreciate that. Dude, of course. I think it's a topic where 
I think most people were kind of introduced to it when they saw the film with Liam Neeson. It was like an action-packed yeah. movie, and you're like, oh, my God, okay, we need to be careful. And again, like, you don't really see the nitty-gritty of it. You just see, like, it was an action-packed movie. And for me, when I saw that as a young kid, I was like, oh, my God, human trafficking? Like, I had no idea that existed. So the fact that you're taking us through, like, how this really goes down is just yep. amazing. Like, I, I really I really appreciate you bringing light to something. You know, you've done amazing films. You started, I, your breakout role was, it's still one of my most favorite movies, Blue Crush. And, <laughs> you know, like... I just love-, I love that movie too. I, it's so funny, Lala, because people ask me, sometimes they get nervous, like embarrassed to say that. And I'm like, no, that like that movie is like, I always call it like one of my like artistic organs. Okay. I love it. It's like my heart, you know, because it's like, I cared so much about that movie. And I, I mean, it was, it was a absolutely crazy, beautiful experience, but I, that was, you know, I'm so glad it, people continued to be inspired by it. You know, that was your like breakout role, if I'm correct. Yeah. Yeah. It was. And then I'm I'm kind of a dummy. Was was Blue Crush before Tim weigh in on this if you know. Was that before Remember the Titans? No, Remember the Titans was before. It was before? Yeah. I, I was like fifteen or sixteen when I did Remember the Titans. Um I and then I was I was eighteen. I'm a creative no, no, I'm, no. I'm a cinematic genius, Lolly. Like, I know. Please. I should have looked at you instead of <laughs> Tim. I, I am a, I am an official. But to watch a, a, a like tour, people like Kate who they have all of these amazing moments. I just find it very inspiring when they take their platform to start doing things that really make a difference in this world. Oh, thank you, honey. I appreciate that. You're so welcome. And let's let's just uh, pivot, pivot onto pivot. even more incredible things that you're doing. You recently launched a new website called Kindest. Tell me yes. about this. Oh, my God. First of all, before you say it, hold on. Sorry, what? I ruined that introduction, but... Oh, I am so such good. a dummy. I was like, what is kind.est? I'm a fucking idiot. I'm an idiot. That's amazing. I'm an idiot. I swear to God, Kate, I was trying to figure this out. Like, kind.established? Kind, kindest. Because you're smart and creative, and I'm an idiot. Well, Go she ahead. did get accepted to Princeton. Let's just, like, not right, forget she's that. she's smart, and I went to film school. Keep right. going, Kate. Okay. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> No, actually, Randall, you're you you're you are you're picking up on like what I was playing on, which is so I um I was really fortunate to have parents that raised me um to handwrite thank you letters. And at the time I was like, oh, I just found it so painful to do when I was like 13, 14. But as I got older, you know, one of the I think one of the reasons why I started to make a little bit of a mark with people. Cause I moved out to LA when I was 18 years old and had, like knew no one, you know? So right. I would, I would write thank you letters to like casting directors. And, you know, if a producer happened to meet me, I would write a thank you letter. And it just, oh, wow. you know, I even suggest that to up and coming actors, like they ask like, what could they do? And I was, I, I always say, you know, you can easily differentiate yourself with, with something as simple as that. You know what I mean? That's and like, just smart. say thank you very for your time. Smart. I really appreciate you meeting me. And and it's true. It's like everyone's busy and, you know, to, to just stop and say thank you will make a difference. But um, I always sign my letters kind as Kate. Um, and so the the website itself came from my actual, like, you know, signature. But uh, to play on the actual name of it, it's a, a, a place established kind. So to put the dot after the D is sort of a play on all of that. Oh, I love, I love that. I love that. So. Uh, so and very going, sweet. Go ahead, Law. I don't want to interrupt. No, you. I just I want to know like why why you decided to start this and launch this website. Like what what was the meaning behind all of it? You know, 
I've been conceptualizing the space for a little over a year. My grandmother passed away a little over a year ago and, you know, she's, you know, the most important person in my life. And it was just a really heavy loss. And and when I, certainly the biggest loss I've had as an adult. And I just found it really difficult to process it in today's world. You know what I mean? Which is you have this, this heartbreak or this gaping loss and yet, you know, you have emails to answer and, you know, someone wants you to look at something on Instagram or whatever. Yeah, it might life be. doesn't yeah. stop. Life doesn't stop. And yet, so I, it was, it was a real kind of disconnect for me. And I thought uh, if I could create a space that I can communicate a little deeper, lean into the vulnerability, expose myself a little more, um, talk about things that are interesting, talk about things that are a little difficult to talk about, but all through the lens of kindness and, and love. Um, and, you know, not, not in a big, some cheesy way, but really just saying, Hey, like, let's look at, let's look at this side of the coin. Um, it helped me like really, uh, it helped me move through that time in my life, understanding that I was going to create something from it. Um, and I, and I, I, I was really nervous to do it, to be honest. Um, really? I was ner- yeah, I was nervous to do it because people might know me as, you know, I mean, you guys know me really well, but I think, you know, you're exposed. I'm exposed as an actress. I'm exposed as a, someone of notoriety, but. Um, oh, but you I, mean I, like putting yourself out there. Yeah. In, to in really a space say like, you hey, right, you know, right. this is, this is me as, as this is Kate the human. And, right. you know, these are, these are things that are tough things to talk about or, you know, to, to talk like. But, but you're right, Kate, because you know what? You're known as Kate, glamorous movie star fashion. Right, so like going to the Met Gala, right. starring in right. epic films. But it is brave of you to put something out like that, because I think today, with what's going on in the world, it's more relevant yeah. than ever right now. And I think it's very cool when people like yourself, who don't have to do this, like you literally could sit home, take the phone call, show up on the movies, you know, do do your thing, do what you do, you know, what people know you as. But when you pivot and do something completely out of the wheelhouse and for people, you're doing it to send a message and bring people together. It is brave. And I think that's very commendable. It's a big deal because you're you're doing that out of your passion. You're not doing it because somebody yeah. told you this is what you're supposed to do. And I think that's that's very brave. It is. Thank yeah. you so much. It's. And you're right, Randall. It is. It's 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 a real passion project. You know, labor of love. It's literally myself. I write every word. The design is everything is is you know. Wow. Uh, decided by me. There, there's no big like production team. It's myself and like two girlfriends who are so amazing to to help me with this. You know, but um, but it really is. It's when I said in my founder's letter, this is a handmade destination. I really mean it. You know. Wow. I love that. I love that. And I love that. You, it's like you're not fucking busy enough already, and then you throw this new company <laughs> in. It's like you really are on a common cause. But I, I think it's amazing because I think that, you know, you're always creating. I know you for that. I know you're always trying to be, you know, on the front lines and, and groundbreaking and, and roles you choose and things you do. And I've always been mad respect from from 18 years ago. And even when we just worked together recently on this movie. It's always you're always evolving. I, I've never hung out with you or you and Mike, Michael where it's like kind of the same. It's always different. It's always unique. And we also, you know, you always have such a great attitude towards everything. Really is Aww. very positive. Yeah. We feel the same. We feel the same about you guys. Randall, if there's, if there's not laughter between us, I don't know what there is. <laughs> I mean, if, if we're not, 
if we, we we can go months and I can walk into your office and we just start laughing. And it's like yesterday. <laughs> it's like yesterday for all of us. That's, yeah. that's what I love. Like even when we got on when we traveled to Puerto Rico, hanging out together for the, you know, it's like it's like it was yesterday on yeah. Wonderland or 90 well, that's, Minutes in that's Heaven. That's a true friendship where you can yeah. pick up where you left off. Because everybody gets busy. Everybody's got family and this and work and blah, blah, blah. And But, you you know, it's like when you could pick off, pick up where you left off and it's the same. That's where, you know, the yeah. friendship. And, and we're very comfortable with our job. We know our roles. We stay in our lane. Exactly. So when, when, when we laugh, it's really about friendship. It's, you know, I remember sitting in Al Pacino's living room with you. Oh, no just big me, deal. You and Al. No big deal. And, <laughs> take a beat, yeah, take I know. A beat. I just dropped that. Wait, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Wait, I, I was there. Hold on. I just want to say we were in Al Pacino's living room. Mike Lowe. Yes, you were. And by the way, that is it, we, we went over, I want to just set the tone and then Michael, I want you to finish. We walked in. There was no air conditioning on. You know that, right, Michael? Remember, it was 100 <laughs> yeah. degrees. Yeah. And, yeah. and we sat and I thought it was going to be like a 30 minute little coffee meeting that we had to catch up on some notes on the movie. How many hours were we there? Oh my god! Oh my god! We were in, we were in, we were into the we were into a couple of digits easily. And, um, we were there a yeah. long and time. What's amazing is how fun those moments to me are, and they're not stressful moments. That yeah, where it's you know it's it's a guy sitting at a table and sitting in his couch and go yeah we are with Al Pacino, but how easy we flatten that and make it between friends and you know it's creative and. And we were talking to Al about money and making money and because he, he's had some financial things where he made a lot of money one time. He didn't make a lot of money at certain times. And, and Randall, you said, you know, living on a budget and looking at budget. And he go and you, you both agree. He was like, don't live on a budget. Just make more money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm going to have that outlook but, from but now But you know on. what's great is, is it, yo, great, that I'm fucked. Okay. You're fucked. But I, I will say, you know, Michael, it, it is always that way. And even sitting in a room with uh, the, the giant of Al Pacino, it, it does feel like friends hanging out, trying to create and fix things like when we're working on the movie and trying to make edits better and stuff. And I will say that that's why I texted you the other day. I said I have another script for you because I feel like if we're not doing a movie every year together and Kate and all of us or every year and a half, then we're then we're screwing ourselves because it is fun to create with family that you trust. And yeah, and everybody does their job really friggin well. Can you guys please put Kate and I in a movie together? I will no, audition I I for just... this shit. I don't give a damn. <laughs> like, just... Make it happen. Dude. Thelma and Louise, man, I'm all in with you. I'm you know that. so in, Kate. We got to get it popping, man. <laughs> we're we're announcing it right now. Oh. Okay. Oh my god, this will be this will be everywhere in the trade. So it'll be like Lala and Kate secure the sequel rights to Thelma and Louise. Michael directing, Randall producing. Boom. Yeah. I there love you go. It. I love That's it. the headline. But actually, you know, Randall, it's it's true because like we. Michael and I were actually looking at each other yesterday and he was like uh, talking about something he was doing and he, and he was like, Oh, we should get Lola in it. And like Randall should be part of this. And it's like, I think that like, that's like my favorite thing about filmmaking. Like when you can identify people that you love and trust, like to get it done and also have like the best time. Like right. why would you do it with anyone else? I, you know? I, I agree. And I, and I, and I, anything you guys have, I always say, bring it to me because I love working with both of you yeah. and Lala and I, you know, I, I have a script I'm going to send you. Uh, hopefully today but like let's let's put it together because the world is so yeah. crazy that the, the appreciation now i have for friendships like this and lala and oh, i were talking about this it's like I, I i i cherish them tenfold of you course know, tenfold. Yeah. yeah 
Hey, Lala. Yes, baby. Hey, I just wanted to say one thing because this is, you know, your name comes first on this title. So it's great. <gasps> <gasps> I love that. Yeah, I didn't have a choice. Yeah, you know, that's what I mean. I mean, I, you know, Randall, me and you are the best second place players there are. Best <laughs> ever. You know? Best ever. Yeah. You guys are second so place sweet. Is yeah, second place, by the way, second place to our women is the, is first. the way We're you winning. both We're support winning. Winning. Yeah. your yeah. chicks is like super hot. I'm just going to say that. I, re- I I remember two vivid things other than carrying a football and throwing football with you with Al Pacino and Al Pacino yeah. Yeah, right. is her walking around with a whopper yeah <laughs> with a whopper yep she's that's- walking with a whopper and I just said God it's like that's the way I met Kate in a bar once and she was eating a hamburger and she split it in half for a man like that's the girl where you know oh see that's this babe the- do you yes. hear the story can we reach Kate let's just try one second. I want yeah. to hear your romantic side to Kate and Michael. Michael's asking you, was it love at first sight when we went to dinner that night at Tao? Can you do it yes. in a different way? Try. Action. I, I touched his leg under the table and then we made uh-huh. eye contact and we knew right then that it was like love at first sight. Baby. Okay, period. Don't say anything I know. Else. I'm going to stop. Perfect. <laughs> oh, you know what's, because what's you know amazing? what, Michael, Michael, you know what follows yeah. that? We went uh-huh. to Bangtown all night first night. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? When you one thing about getting butterflies, you know, when you first meet somebody and you get butterflies, is that the butterfly looks in the mirror and says, "Fuck, there's no going back." Oh, Michael, you're full of great dude, things today. Michael, you should write like a little coffee table book full of sweet things. That is say. so good. I got right? shit. Yeah. I want. Think I, I, I would have dated you. Gets out of the cocoon and goes, "Fuck." That's exactly what it is. And, and goes, "Fuck." I was so cozy for such a long time. I know, and then no, you feel uncomfortable, well, and then you're getting married and having, you know, you have step yeah. babies. It's like Wait, amazing. How long, how long have you guys now been together? How many years? Oh, almost ten years. <gasps> wow. wow. Yeah, we're going on a we're sitting on a dime. But I was going to ask Lala <laughs> sitting on a dime. I was like, I'm going to ask Lala. I remember when she had to go up, and we were expanding the scene between her and Al, and we were talking about it, and 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 I said. Just fucking give it to him. Just give it to him. Oh, this is. And he was so sweet because she was like, "Yeah, I will." <laughs> and I go, "That's what it takes." Because it's not about intimidation; it's about having confidence. Yeah, right. And and that's what I saw. I said, "Just do it again." And we did it again, and we kept doing it just to see what it would be like. And he was game for it. I got to tell you, I, I people haven't seen the movie yet, but there is a scene that Michael's referring to where she they approach a, a the stand with the judge. And they're law- they're lawyers and legal aides or whatever, and and Al Pacino's this tough, based on a true story, really tough, hard fighting lawyer. And Lala questions him and gets in his face and whips the scene, and it's so epic. And I couldn't believe it, Michael, when when I saw it and you showed it to me, I was like, "That's my Lala! What is going <laughs> well, I, on?" Is Michael Polish single handedly helped me get to a place where when the scene was over. Al Pacino said to me, you're really good. And I was like, thank you so much. And he goes, no, you are really good. And I looked at Michael and I was like, best fucking day of your life. Michael got me there. Best day of your life. For real, it <laughs> was the best day of my after life. After meeting me, best day of your life. 100%. I want to say one other thing. I want to say one other thing. That I remember that night because you, you, you came home and to the, we were at the hotel and you came home and said, that you're like the high you were on. You just said what Michael did for me today. And that performance was life changing. And I hadn't seen it. The yet. closest I'll get to doing a drug ever in my life. 
I guess. I guess. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Before we let you guys go slay the day, I want to know what your most favorite thing to do in quarantine is together. <laughs> besides oh having, besides going to Bangtown. Yeah. Besides, there we go again. Besides going to Bangtown. Back, to, yes. back to Bangtown. Eating. Yeah, you know, going to Bangtown. I mean, it's always about Bangtown, isn't it? Yeah, eating I goes. Mean, it's the mayor. It's like running for mayor of Bangtown. You have to run for mayor. You see my Instagram. Like Michael is is an incredible baker. Oh, I, I, I have see. Seen I see Instagram the bread and my mouth the bread, waters every the time. Pot, the bread, yeah. the pies. It's crazy over there. And the only person that only comments on my baking is your freaking mom. Oh my Randall. God. Are you serious? Leslie she, Emmett. DM, she goes, Leslie. why, what are you doing baking that? Why am I, she goes, I just, why bake it? Just go buy it. <laughs> That's my mom. That's my mom. So That's the Jewish search. mother. The Jewish mother. That is hilarious. Oh my God. Well, Michael, I, mean, I didn't even know you guys had a little Instagram dialogue. My mother, this is huge. Oh no, we've had it for, we've had it for about, oh, well, it's not, it's not a year yet, but she, when there's food, she always comments like, I'm, I'm <laughs> She always comments like a mom. She she said, "And you're eating that? How do you stay so thin?" <laughs> yeah, that's that's her number one thing right now because she she'll call me and she'll be like, "I've gained so much weight, I will not be able to fit in my dress, Lala." Oh, my mom's gonna yeah. hear this. She's gonna fuck it. No, I freaking <laughs> yeah. die for Leslie. Sure. Emmett. Yeah, we're 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 on great terms until the, until this. <laughs> yeah, right. By the way, you guys were besties, and, and by the way, you'll be on great terms again because the next movie, you know, Leslie Emmett makes her cameo. So she she she'll always kiss your ass because you're a director. And for me, she wants to tell me how many lines she has to have in my movie. I said, That's Mom, a- you're the fucking talent. Okay, yeah. I'll tell you how many lines you have in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even. I didn't even think I, I still have it, but I filmed your mom talking about you because I wanted to send it to you one day. I said, Randall was an actor and he could act, and he was so good oh, at God. acting. Oh God! And she just went down the list, and I. And there's the only time I, I sent it to you. And this is the only time you ever, never responded to oh, me. Oh, you have to resend it to me. I need to see it. <laughs> no, no. Oh I was scared because I go, of course you're not going to respond to me. That's your mom saying that. <laughs> Wait, did his mom say he was a bad actor? You're going to go there No, again? but he was a great actor. Great. Lies. Lala, she lied. Lala, I was a, f- okay, I'm going to tell you right now. You're a thespian. I get it. Don't do this. We're not doing this today. I'm telling you right now. I'm looking you in the eye right now. Look at me. <laughs> we I was a fucking great actor okay. when I was a kid. Okay. And th- I was not the best actor, but I was good. Okay. But I was, but I didn't like it. <laughs> And I decided that my obsession was always movies, and I chose to pivot out of acting. Okay. And, and I think it was for the betterment of the world, because people like you, Kate, and, and, and every other actor out there, I give mad respect. Like Michael. I'm very much like Michael. I could never do it at the level you guys do it at. I give you mad props. I, it's a gift. It's a, a talent that you have to work on and a skill. And as a kid, I think it was just fun, and I was good at it as a kid. But it definitely was not my calling. And when I walked onto my first movie set at, at 19 years old. You just knew. I knew that, I, I, that that's the last thing I'm going to do is be an actor. So I saved the world. I saved the world from it. Yeah, but I want, <laughs> I really, really want you to be in front of the camera for one of my... I, I, I can see what you can do. It'd be awesome oh my God. for you just to go fucking off. I mean, Oh, my God. Oh my God. Michael. It wouldn't it be great oh if like, you this. know... You know we can push him to the level. Oh, of- my God. Okay, Michael, I'll make a deal with you. Yeah. If uh, on the next movie that we do together, if there's a role that's easy and we have at least four shots of Johnny Walker Blue, I will oh, yeah. try <laughs> one or two lines. That's as far oh, as dude, I go. I, I just want you to 
kick <laughs> you somebody just want me to go face. crazy. <laughs> I just want you to kick somebody in the face or something. Okay. And oh, wow. really I like, love I could it. Be like, I could be like a, a like karate, karate kid. A karate kid. Wax just get on, real, so. like, like put somebody's face in gravel or something, you know? Hey, you wow. real visual. Why you, is he a real visual? It's a real I can tell. Thing, Look at this director at work right now. I know. You yeah. see, he, do you see how good he is? I, you know how many people have asked me because, you know, obviously I have a larger than life personality. They think that translates to acting, which it doesn't. But so I always say no because I, I have respect for people that really can act. But Michael just manipulated me into saying yes. That's how good he fucking is. <laughs> That's how good he is. <laughs> That's well, amazing. Well, I love that the headlines from this are going to be Randall Emmett is now a movie star. Oh, God. Kate and Lala are, are, are embarking on Thumb on Louise too. <laughs> that let him talk. Headline. Let him talk, baby. That'll and be the you guys have to promise that when we, <laughs> when everything's back to normal, that you will come over or we'll come to you and you bake us something super yummy. Oh, oh my god! Uh, anytime, uh, as soon as as soon as we can be in each other's arms again, I I have to say, um, Lala, because you and I met more recently than I've known Randall, and I've known and loved Randall for a long time. But I have to say to everyone listening that the moment that I met you on that plane, you know, it was less than five minutes that, that I it knew was. that you'd be my ride or die. Oh, no, ride you guys or are, die. You guys, it's, it was like, it, I don't know what with the girl version, but you know how we say it's a bromance. <laughs> it's whatever that yes. is. Because I was back there and I said, oh, this is Lala. And you're like, I know. Lala. And within six minutes, I was kicked kicked out of where you two were sitting. Yeah, it was officially was, girl time. Yeah, it was Michael and I in the in the, in the other part of the plane. And no, it was, just you. Michael was in Puerto Rico filming. Oh, it was just me? Oh, it was oh, just oh, you. Oh, he was already doing the movie. He was already doing so the movie. I, okay, then I was with my assistant probably talking about something because you didn't get Making any, the movie? Yeah. yeah. Five, <laughs> probably making the movie. It was five and a half hours of basically isolation. I was isolated. Dude, this but is I, epic. I, just, I love you both. You know, honestly, you're like, I love that you're just, you're real as real can be. You're, you're right or die you're like you're we're, we're the same you know yeah. I, I love that about this this group i, lo- I love I this do too, group and too. i'm so grateful that you guys joined us today on our podcast this is probably my new favorite <laughs> podcast that i've done i agree so I effortless agree. you know when it becomes your, when it becomes second place we'd love that too <laughs> <laughs> if we get obama on you'll go to second place but until then yeah, you're, yeah, first exactly. place. <laughs> you're first place exactly all right we love you guys all right we, we hope to see you soon love you bye guys thank you guys bye 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 just wanted to say I love you guys. Thanks for keeping all of us so entertained. Really appreciate it and love you guys. You guys are great together. And I'm thank you, Randall, for finally coming on the show. <laughs> Have a great day, guys. Thank you so much, my loves, to everyone who has already called in to leave us messages. Please keep them coming because we love hearing from you. Call us anytime at 866-LALAPOD. That is 866-LALAPOD. I mother effing love you. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.